Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Warning. The following program contains shocking content that may give you a better or worse than pessimistic hope on anything you like, especially when it comes to your love of sports, entertainment, and even your own morning culinary experiences. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. I am officially on board the Tua Tags bandwagon. Why? Because I think Tua Tags is going to be great? No, I'll never in a zillion years understand someone drinking iced coffee. You call these bagels? It's Bagels and Bad Beats with Scott Wetzel. Welcome to Bagels and Bad Beats with yours truly, Scott Wetzel, on this Monday, June 22nd morning. I'm sitting in for the next two glorious hours, taking your phone calls as we always do, 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to my website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact, Scott Icon, and fire away emails, tweets, phone calls right here again on Bagels and Bad Beats with yours truly, Scott Wetzel, on this Monday, June 22nd. The full steam ahead, uh, really NASCAR, anybody home at LSU settling for $31 million. You got to be kidding me, Brett. What did Muhammad Ali say? That's why they call me Mr. Vegas, and that's why you can't beat the boys in Vegas. A week late, a dollar short. LeBron James, a cheater in turn code. Puncher's chance and all about the Bucks. We'll get to all those stories again. Plus your phone calls, emails, and tweets right here. Bagels and Bad Beats on this Monday, June 22nd. Get a little bit of a late start. A little technical issue. No big deal, but we're up and rolling. Phone calls again, 844-843-6879 on this day after Father's Day. Hopefully you guys all had a great Father's Day, whether you're fathers or not. Mine was pretty good. Little outside barbecue, nothing fancy. After a long, really, it was a long weekend. Uh, weather turned out to be halfway decent here in Long Island, uh, which was good because they were calling for thunderstorms yesterday and even uh, Saturday, uh, as well as Friday for that matter. So uh, typical weathermen, you know, not knowing what the fudge they're doing, but uh, that's okay. So you know what, we got it all underway. So we had a nice little barbecue and uh, back to the grind we go. Although you know your life is is uh, off kilter when you look forward to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which is how it was today with this past weekend. Um, it's, it was a long, long weekend. Still trying to deal with trying to sell my father's house and all that nonsense, but uh, it is what it is. So we'll get into all that stuff. Nothing really has changed. You know, it's funny. I didn't really watch announce sports Friday and, and Saturday and, and picked all it all up on, on Sunday. And, you know, sometimes you, you put the newspaper down and you turn the TV off for a couple of days and you think, okay, maybe something crazy will happen, some breaking news. Not that you won't have access to it on your phone or anything along those lines. But, you know, it's just something you, know, you get away from it for a day or two and you think maybe when you come back things will change. When in reality, it's all the same thing. You know, football, no matter what happens, is full steam ahead. NBA, no matter what happens, is full steam ahead. You know, uh, but Major League Baseball, no matter what happens, it's not full steam ahead. <laughs> it's it's the same, you know, the major stories. I'm surprised. You know, I hate to be a pessimist on this stuff, but I keep on saying we're not going to have seasons. When people ask me, you know, these barbecues and wherever, hey, do you think we're going to have football? Do you think we're going to have basketball? Do you think we're going to have this, that, or whatever, baseball? And I, 
I keep on saying no, 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 no. Um, and, you know, nothing has changed in my mind. Now the NFL's not backing down. It keeps on saying they hope to have a 2020 season. It's a beautiful thing, despite the, uh, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic. And, and now there's been an outbreak, as we were talking about last week, that we all, you know, kind of expected because you had all these protesters all over the country, all hand in hand, arm in arm, whether you believe in the cause or whatever you think. Bottom line is it was not wise for them to be doing that, but they did. So now you have that outbreak. You got all the outbreaks in Florida with all these teams going down there trying to train. So it's, it's you know, every time you turn around, there's more players, whether it's football players, whether it's basketball players. We've had some hockey players. I mean, it's all doom and gloom, to tell you the truth, and I hate to be that way. But so for that matter, I'll give the NFL credit. that They, they keep on saying, you know what, no big deal. Uh, off seasons, uh, you know, get back on track June 26th. That's what they're aiming for. You know, this they could have some practices. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver uh, basically said the same thing. You know, he talked to the NBA leaders this past weekend and said uh, the resolute on going forward, no matter what the COVID-19 numbers are coming up in Florida, which we all know they are. I, you know, it's not so much him. You know, same thing with the NFL. The commissioners and the owners can say all they want about it. it's full steam ahead. But if these players already are seemingly, you know, skating on thin ice with this stuff, if they keep on here, I'm, which I got to say, I'm, I am surprised. I really am. Because the old folks, you and I, or at least me, uh, I get it. You want to be extra cautious? Uh, no problem. Fully understand. But you know, ever since day one, it's never really affected the young person like the old person. So when you're making a gazillion dollars like these athletes are, and they're all relatively in their 20s with, you know, few exceptions in, in their early 30s and, and even fewer exceptions maybe in their 40s in football, the Tom Brady's and Drew Brees's of the world. But for the most part, it's, it's young 20, 25, 30-year-old players that you wouldn't think they would be really that concerned. You, you really wouldn't. Maybe they come down with it. But not a life and death thing where they would say, I'm not making millions of dollars because I'm afraid I'm going to get a cold. But, uh, I mean, maybe to their credit again that they are. I mean, they're taking it maybe a little bit more seriously than, than most others for some strange reason, even though they have the most to lose as far as the amount of money that they'll make. So the way they are already, you know, heading into this past weekend and now seeing all these cases, uh, I, I'd, be, I'd be surprised. I really and then the college football, especially, you know, what was it, 23 Clemson football players? Kansas State shut down its practices. We, we know about the Alabama five players from uh, last week. Uh, you know, you're hearing more and more of that. And I, as much as I say it doesn't necessarily affect the young kid, but the disaster is there looming. And you know what the disaster is. One of these kids catches it and... If not him, you know, being in, in dire straits, being sent to the hospital, but maybe he has it and then transfers it to a, what, maybe a parent of his or a grandparent of his, and it'll, you can easily tie it in. That's when you get to all the like that. That It'll be something like that for these sports to say, okay, you know what? We got to shut it down. We tried. We failed. We tried to do the right thing. We're trying to present the sports for people. They're, they're dying for it. But it's just, it's not working. So, but NBA, NHL, and NFL full steam ahead. And the NHL supposedly going to, within the next week or two, uh, according to the New York Post anyway, decide which two hub cities they're going to use. Like the NBA is using Orlando. They're only using one hub city. All the games will be played down in Florida. Well, the NHL is doing two. Um, and they need to decide 
you know, East Coast, West Coast, slash Canada. They actually have three options as far as the area is concerned, but they're going to have one site for the Western Conference teams, one site for the Eastern Conference teams. Uh, Canada is vying to be one of those, whether it's Vancouver, Edmonton, or Toronto. They approved those three cities to serve as one of the two NHL bases. Remember, 2014 playoff training camps start July 23rd, 24th, before the actual, um, or actually the training camp a little bit before that, but the actual tournament, Stanley Cup Championship begins July 30th. So, which is, I, I know it's next month, but boy, it's right around the corner, and they haven't even figured out where they're going to have the, the, the hub cities. I don't know how they could actually, you know, they're a little, to me, behind the eight ball on that. But uh, again, it's, it's full steam ahead. Arizona Coyotes, you know, shut down their facilities because uh, Austin Matthews, who's with Toronto, but from that area, was skating and caught it. No big deal. Tampa Bay Lightning shutting down their facilities after a number of players and staff members tested positive. No big deal. Full steam ahead. So, all right. Well, let's uh, we'll we'll see. But first things first, as far as the NHL is concerned, at least figure out what, what cities they're going to be using. I mean, that, that to me is really amazing. You know, here they are talking mm-hmm. about getting this all done. You know, have the season begin, you know, we're at the 22nd, so you got 30 days, you know, less than 40 days away, and they haven't even decided which cities, you know. So think about that. You know, they need to find the cities. They need to find the facilities. They need to find the hotels. They need to find all the sources that they're going to be feeding, you know, thousands of players every single day. That's a lot of work. Um, And for them not to know, and even if you're a player, you're trying to figure out, you know, you're going to move your family. Are they going to come with you? You're going to have your wife and your kids come with you. And you don't even know if you're going to be in what country. I mean, think about, you know, all the Western Conference teams, or well, East for, not, for that matter, I suppose, with, with Toronto. Um, you don't even know if you're going to be in the United States or not. I mean, how, wow. So, now listen, God bless them. Let them put up the good front. I suppose I'd rather have them put up the good front than I would the bad front. You know, the bad front is no sports. You know, we've written it off completely. So they're trying to go full steam ahead, but I kind of doubt that we're going to have it. All right, 844-843-6879. A whole lot to get to. Bagels and Bad Beats on a Monday morning with yours truly. God bless SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome, <clears throat> welcome to Bad uh, Bagels and Pet Beats on this uh, Monday morning, 844-843-6879. Yours truly, Scott Wetzel, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Again, 844-843-6879. Yeah, it was a, a long, long, long weekend. It really was. Um, you know, when you're around people that you generally, and I'm talking about family now, you know, that, that generally, here was my weekend in a nutshell. You know, you're around people you, you care about, you love, and all that other nonsense, right? So, but you're used to having them in spurts. You know, like four, five, six-hour spurts. You go visit barbecue, you know, you're okay, you know, and then you leave and you, you're fine, everything's great. But when you're there for like, 48 straight hours as I was basically my family as we're trying to clean out my dad's house. It's just, 
it's it's very difficult. Then you come home and deal with my wife's side of the family, which again, nice, but it just makes for a long. You know, when you're around people that have to, I always get asked, you know, what do you like off the air? And I get asked that about really about other uh, sports talk show hosts that I know. You know, what, what is Chris like? You know, what is uh, you know Fat Francesca like? What is uh, whoever? You know, I've, I've worked with a lot of uh, prominent people. And I say that, you know, we're the same, really. I mean, I don't know anyone that actually puts on an act on the air and is different completely, like, off the air. It's generally who you see on here on the air. That's who you get. So, But one thing is, you know, when you're on the air as a host, you, you, the focal point is you. That doesn't necessarily have to be off the air, though. You know, you could, I'm, I'm kind of, like, laid back off the air just because, you know what, I have my 15 minutes of fame every, you know, Monday through Friday here on Bagels and Bad Beats. I don't need to be the focal point at parties like look at me look at me look at me that i'm not so i have a couple of relatives though who are like that and it is very taxing the that's the best way to put it the best description uh it's it's taxing when every single story has to be trumped by them and every single opinion has to be theirs and it's just like uh enough you know again you can take that stuff for three to four to five, six hours with a couple of Budweiser's and Johnny Walker's. Okay, I can deal with this. But when it's for two straight days, uh, you know, you're ready to blow your brains out. You really, It's either like do drugs or blow your brains out. Well, you know, when you look forward to going home to see the wife, then you know it's been a long weekend. So that's what my weekends have been like trying to get the, my father's stuff all lined up. It's just... Very difficult, but you know what? That's that's family. You put up with it, and you just put on a good front. But it does, you know, when you get older, you know, it's. I could take it a lot better when I was in my twenties and thirties. I, I will tell you that. Now it's you have, after a while, it's just like what the fuck? You just uh, you, you know, again, you want to blow your brains out. Speaking of blowing your brains out, what you dopes in NASCAR? I tell you what. You got some yahoos down in the south. You really do. Did you see this story? Noose was found in a garage stall of Bubba Wallace, uh, who is the only black NASCAR you know, regular driver. You know, they, they banned the Confederate flag a couple of weeks ago. You know, didn't seem like that created that much of a ripple as far as people fighting that. You're always going to get the, the, the yahoos that just, you know, love the Confederate flag. But it actually, considering everything that's going on, it really wasn't like seemingly that big a fight. But then this past weekend, yesterday in particular, they got the race down at Talladega, although it was suspended. It'll be run today. But still, down in Alabama, you know, heart of the South, and some mope decides to hang a noose in the garage of Bubba Wallace's uh, area at, at Talladega. I mean, you got to be freaking kidding me. And then outside the track, there's, according to reports anyway, vehicles waving and flying Confederate flags. Uh, there, there was one flag apparently that read uh, "Defund NASCAR," you know, in reference to defunding, you know, uh, the police departments. Which that I kind of agree with. Uh, if you want to make mockery of that, which oh, by the way, how that how's that working out, Seattle? Uh, but you you talk about just being a mope. I, I mean, you know, on a couple of fronts. For the obvious reason, you have to be stupid and a mope to want to hang a noose. You know, that that in particular, obviously, you know, supersedes everything. But but then there's got to be like. Uh, it's pit row or it's in his garage where, you know, with, with NASCAR, that, that's like the, the holy grail. That's where all the cheating goes. I would think there would be rules about having cameras that you have to have cameras in these garages, right? Because, again, to prevent all the cheating that goes on in NASCAR. So 
for someone to be stupid enough to just hang a noose, okay, but then think about the logistics of it all. I mean, how are they not going to be able to find out who did it? You know, I mean, I, I would think it would be pretty easy. Uh, I would think the cameras would be on. Maybe it was that night when cameras weren't on. I'm not sure exactly when it was found. But I, you would think there would be cameras outside the garage, right, during a 24-hour period that they would be able to see, all right, who walked into that garage? All right, we had 25 people walk into the garage over this period. We, we know at, uh, you know, 10 o'clock Saturday night, the noose was not there. And, but uh, 8 o'clock Sunday morning, the noose was there. So let's get those 10 hours and figure out who walked in. I, I, like I said, I wouldn't think it would be that difficult. You know, um, I, I would think by the end of today, they'd have a pretty good grasp. Now the question is, who did it? Could you imagine if there was someone so dopey in NASCAR that a driver actually did this? I mean, I doubt it, but who knows, right? I mean, if, if someone's stupid enough to do it, whether it's a driver, a mechanic, um, you know, who knows who? So it could be anybody. But can you imagine the blow up that NASCAR would have to deal with if this was like a prominent driver, let alone just a driver? I mean, a prominent. Oh, my goodness. You know, you could get away with, you know, saying white lives matter. You can get away with, you know, using a, a, a slogan, you know, cotton picking minute just off the cuff. You can get away with making a case that you want to stand for the national anthem while others obviously don't. But. Try coming up with an excuse for hanging a noose. I, I mean, what what could you possibly fall back on? It was it was a joke, really? At this time, this day and age, at this point, you're going to try and make a joke. Is that going to be the excuse for this guy? I mean, you talk about just being labeled a uh, racist for good reason. I mean, you got to be a nut. I, I you just you have to be a racist. I mean, it's 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 as simple as that. I mean, I don't know what else they could say. You know, it, I was joking. Is that going to be? If it turns out to be someone prominent, um, that would be the only thing. But I, I think people would look at that at skepticism and say, "Yeah, oh, okay, sure." Yeah, no, no one has that kind of personality. Believe you me, um, you know we can be loosey goosey on some of this stuff. Like I said, the white lives matter and all lives matter, and you know now they got blue lives matter in reference to police officers. You you can get away with all that stuff and saying you should stand for the flag, as I believe, and all, but. Try explaining away a noose. Uh, that's that's not happening. That, that that's good luck with that, really. So, and then you got Brett Favre. Holy crow! Again, I I am all for the cause and, and evening things out and and getting all that stuff. Uh, there's a lot of work that needs to be done in our country, absolutely. But to sit there and tell TMZ, or at least it was a video that was posted on TMZ, that. He was asked about Colin Kaepernick uh, on Father's Day, no less. You know, when he was asked, you know, what do you think when everything is said and done, will, will Kaepernick go down? And they, some most people asked him if he should be in the Hall of Fame, which is just stupid. So, but that said, Favre compared Colin Kaepernick to Pat Tillman. Ugh, Brett, just shut up. Are you kidding me? And, Pat Tillman gave it, it's the antithesis. Pat Tillman gave his life for the country. And Pat Tillman walked away from the NFL. Maybe you could say Kaepernick did, but, you know, Tillman absolutely positively, voluntarily walked away from the NFL, you know, joined the military. Sally got killed by friendly fire, no less, in, in 2004, uh, doing a tour in Iraq or Afghanistan, actually. I mean, 
and you want to compare Colin Kaepernick to that to that person, you know, Kaepernick who decides to, you know, kneel for the national anthem and cause this unrest and and in a lot of people's eyes, myself included, you know, piss on the national anthem, piss on the on the flag, piss on your good old glory. That's the person you want to compare him to? You want to put him in that light? Wow. Uh, that that's that that's great. That that is idiotic. Again, you know, if you if you Brett Favre, you know, he's done a nice job over at the, the Three Letter Network with his little once an hour TV show, or once a uh, week the uh, radio show. Um, you know, the same person that you know was was texting his pecker to, to uh, reporters. I I I would think um, you know texting pictures obviously. I would I would. Think he should really? I, I know it's very politically correct to be hopping on uh, the left here, and and you want to praise Kaepernick. You know that's your obviously prerogative, but to compare him to a guy who you know gave his life uh, to the U.S. Army and, and and everything else, and and was killed in the line of duty uh, as, as a Colin Kaepernick. They oh that that's just Brett. Um, you know, you're just asking for trouble, not trouble, but you, you're asking for ridicule when, when you do things like that. I don't even know if Kaepernick, to his credit, would want to be put on that level. I don't even think Kaepernick would be sitting there saying, well, listen, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm the next Pat Tillman. I mean, Pat Tillman, he got killed for goodness sakes. I, I mean, that, that that's just uh, <clears throat> mind-bogglingly stupid. Again, maybe it was off the cuff. I did not see the, the, the actual video, but just... Maybe it's one of those things where it reads worse than it really is, but I, I don't, I can't imagine. So it's not easy for a guy his age, black or white, Hispanic, whatever, to stop something that you've always dreamed of doing and put it on hold maybe forever for something that you believe in. He's referring to uh, Kaepernick there, trying to compare it with, uh, with uh, you know, Tillman. Yeah, and not not for me. Uh, no, no thanks, Brett. You, if you want to believe that, yeah, knock yourself out. All right, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. If that doesn't surprise you, uh, how about some comments coming up from Muhammad Ali Jr., who says his dad would not be supportive of Black Lives Movement? How interesting is that? That's all coming up next. I'm thinking that coming. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Again, 844-843-6879. Welcome to the program. If you're just tuning in, a couple of technical difficulties on the radio side of things. We've been up and running on YouTube here for a little while. And if in doubt, if for some reason it does not work, you can always check us out on the YouTube uh, YouTube stream, the Sports Grid Radio. 
uh, just got to sign up. Doesn't cost you anything, but uh, that's always a little safe uh, working place to go to if ever in doubt. Again, 844-843-687. We touched on the NFL, NBA uh, going full steam ahead despite some of the outbreaks we've had over the weekend. Baseball did not vote on the latest proposal. You know, the owners, I don't know why, threw a little wrinkle in there to delay the process that much more. And one of the wrinkles, is, to me, is pretty obvious because they keep on saying if they don't have a full 2020 season, then they'll cut back on the 16 playoff game teams for next year, which is idiotic. I think we're not having a full 162-game schedule. I mean, I don't even know why... I don't know how someone can even write that in a story and not question it. There's no doubt. No one's even thinking about having 162 games this year. So I don't know why they have to put that precursor in there. Like, if we don't have a full season this year, then we won't have 16 playoff teams next year. That's just dumb to me. I don't know why they got to fool around with next year at all. Why, why can't they just get this year in and be done with it and move on from this stuff? But because of the little wrinkles that they threw in there, the Players Association, which was supposed to vote on the proposal from the owners yesterday, did not. So now they're putting it off even further. So it, it's the bickering back and forth again. A couple of days later, and nothing has changed. Remarkable. All right, 844-843-6879. One thing that has not changed, and that is that John and Manhattan is our first phone caller of the day. So with that, Johnny, welcome to Bagels and Bad Beats, my friend. Good morning, Scott. How are you? Good. John, how was your weekend, bud? It was decent. I'm laughing because just when I was looking at the live stream this morning and not seeing your face is when you said over the you said, I don't need people looking at me all the time. So uh, I've come to the right place because right now we don't see Scott on the live stream. We, so the good news is you can wear the same shirt tomorrow, I suppose. Yeah, there you go. There you go. They do have a little thing there, bagels and bad beats, but... Uh, I guess we're having some difficulty with our live stream. So uh, the Father's Day weekend apparently kind of screwed everything up because we're running smooth there. Two two weeks really without any issues with our show. So knock on wood, but uh, the bugaboo has come out today for sure. Scott, you said you can get away with saying cotton picking. But earlier you said that, but, you know, that's not really true. The um, Thunder radio announcer, Brian Davis, in 2018 said that Russell Westbrook was, quote, out of his cotton pick in mind, and he was suspended for one game, and then miraculously, after 10 years, they elected to not renew his contract. So Yo, you yeah, I, that. that's what I was referring to. That. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that's, uh, I had that in mind when I, when I pointed that out. I mean, I don't think that would keep him, though, from getting another job. I mean, I, I would think if, if he was qualified, there was an opening and someone liked him, you know, he sends in a resume. I, I don't think someone would say, wow, he said cotton picking moment or, or cotton picking minute. Um, I, I would think not. You could, you could get away with that, or at least I would think he'd be able to hold his, hold his head up high knowing that he's not, you know, a racist and didn't really say anything racist. I mean, just a, a you know, phrase. Whereas a noose is, you know, a completely different story. I wanted to touch on the noose incident, Scott. Um, you know, far be it for me to defend Redneck Nation. It's not really something I would ever think I'd find myself doing. But you said there should be a video, and it r reminds me of the LeBron story where LeBron claimed that someone spray-painted um, something nasty on the side of his, his gated community house, and there was 
no video, no still photos, nothing on Instagram. And uh, some people, me included, are wondering if that even happened. So I'll just pivot and ask you if there, in fact, is never any video or any still photos of the noose. Are you going to say that it did or did not happen? Well, um, I'd have to hear from the person who actually found the noose. You know, I, re I remember that with LeBron and you as a, as a good LL, John. That is something I have brought up over the last couple of years. I, I find it just shockingly strange that LeBron James in a multi-gazillion dollar home doesn't have outside cameras. I find it shockingly strange that they would, uh, you know, LeBron's family found it and, and painted over it before the police came. No videos. They didn't take any pictures. Nothing. I mean, that that that's... I didn't. I just. I didn't believe it. I'll be. I'll be honest with you. I, I, you know, as I always am. I don't think it was really there. I think he made it the whole story. Now this one, again, I. I have to hear from the person who found the noose. If there was no videos, you know, the cameras weren't working, or they just didn't have cameras. I would give this a little bit more credence. You know, to me, LeBron's a fraud and a phony. And I'll explain why in a story here in a sec. But, you know, uh, I have nothing to make me think that Bubba Wallace's people would do such a thing. So I, I will believe it. I will. So let's say for the sake of argument, someone does have enough hate in their heart that they would actually do such a horrible thing. And we can all agree it's horrible. But just in terms of logistics, I mean, would they get past security to do that? Or you're saying it would have to be an inside person that already had access? Well, it's got to be an inside person, right, that would have access to the garage. I would think that stuff is all locked up. And that's the other thing, John. Um, you know, how many people have actually have access to the garage? It's got to be locked up, right? I mean, it had to happen, assuming it happened overnight when no one was around. So how many people have the keys? They have to lock that stuff up. So it's it, it couldn't be a fan, right? I mean, unless someone broke in. So I don't like I said. I don't think it'd be very difficult to figure out. I mean, I I, I would assume that there was there's video or, or there's something there. Now, did they bring the rope in? Do, do they have rope in in NASCAR garages? That would be another question. Who you know. Hey, did I, I saw a guy walking around with, uh, you know, 10 feet of rope. You know, you just don't carry that over your shoulder without someone noticing, I would think. So, I know, the whole thing is weird. Well, the whole, Scott, let's you know, see in the next few days if the video emerges or the still photos emerge. And if it does not, maybe we'll revisit and ask ourselves, did it actually happen? Thanks so much, yeah. Scott. All right, John, appreciate it. Yeah, listen, I'm all into conspiracies, but I, I didn't. It's it's a good comparison. It, it is a good comparison because we spoke about LeBron, and it, listen, it's it's just remarkable to me that a man who lives in a gazillion dollar home doesn't have cameras all over the place. Either it's you know inside his area or or maybe even outside. And again, uh, you have someone write the N word and everything else that they supposedly wrote, and you don't take pictures of it. I mean, you want to cover it up, you put a sheet over it, okay, but. Not have any pictures when you're calling the police? Eh, I, I I don't know. But the news thing, you know, does it bring more attention to the cause? Sure. But I, I have no reason to believe that he would do such a thing. So I, I, I can't. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see over the next 24, 48 hours. But again, I, I got to believe that the garage stall is, is locked 
right? Um, I would think this would have happened overnight when no one was around. It couldn't have happened in the middle of the afternoon. No one would be that brazen, right, uh, to do something so stupid. Again, unless they got the guy, you know, and he wants to say or she wants to say it was just a joke. Um, you know, do you, do you have enough faith in NASCAR? Let's say it is a prominent driver. Let's say it is a driver, you know, and or, or a pit crew chief, which in our world is nothing, but a NASCAR is a big deal. Let's say it's a prominent person one way or the other, whether it's a pit crew chief, whether it's a competitor, whether it's a, a NASCAR official, whoever it may be. You have enough faith in NASCAR to come forward and really label the guy, yep, this is the guy. There you go. Because again, you know, if, if you're that, uh, you know, Oklahoma City play-by-play -play guy and I felt bad for him, you get fired because you said cotton pick admitted. I mean, that's just an expression from the 60s and 70s. He meant absolutely nothing racist about that at all. Lost his job over it, but still, you know, you can look yourself in the mirror and say, I got screwed over by the left side of the world. I mean, but I'm not a racist. You could say white lives matter, you know, if you're Drew Brees uh, or whoever. Uh, but you could, you know, even though the guy lost his job, you know, uh, you know, the Sacramento Kings guy, he lost his job. But you could just say, well, listen, that that's your fault, not mine, uh, because all lives matter. He said all lives, not white lives matter. Um, you could make the case as Brees did, standing for the flag. Absolutely. Right. But still not necessarily be labeled a racist. Maybe you don't get the cause or whatever you, you, know, you want to say, but you're not labeled a racist. To, to hang a noose, that, that's a tough one. You know, that, that's a tough one to stand in front of and say, yep, that's me, uh, but, uh, you know, what? How, how do you explain that away aside from you were joking, other than just being a racist? I mean, that, that, and that is a strong, see, now that, unlike with gator bait, and I don't want to spend two hours, you know, breaking this thing down, because it, it gets old after a while. It really does. It, it's sometimes a battle that you can never win, but this is clearly just completely one-sided. Um, but that, that, this is not like gator bait, where even the black Florida Gator football players are all pissed off because uh, he's the one that made a prominent back in the mid-90s and when his team, I guess, beat the Florida State and it had absolutely nothing to do with, with racist stuff. And he's all pissed off, as he should be, because they've taken it away from Florida fans. Again, now another thing, you could defend that. And he's even black. But you, you can't defend the news. I mean, that, that's just idiotic. So let's see. Let's see what NASCAR does. I would think there'd be audio, I would, or video rather. I would think there would only be a number of people that could be inside that garage stall, have access to the garage stall. I, so I wouldn't think it would be that difficult. I really wouldn't to, to find out, um, you know, who did this thing. Let's see if NASCAR, if it turns out to be someone big, if they have the, you know, the but to label that person, you know, what he is and, and basically kick him out of NASCAR, I would think. As for LeBron, though, a little interesting story. J.J. Redick was on a podcast and he was asked about rumors around L.A. that we've all kind of heard about the LeBron and the Lakers working out together, which is illegal. He said, in regard to the Lakers, I've heard similar things. Obviously, nothing's been posted on social media supplying us with the evidence, but there is a gentleman, I think his house is in Bel Air, who's got a Staples Center replica in his backyard, full court, locker room, the whole kit and caboodle. He's even worked out there before. So he's assuming that that's where these guys are working. So what's the problem, Scott? Well, the problem is this. You are not allowed to be working out right now. You could have one or two buddies 
And it's very ambiguous, but you can't have an entire team. You can't have five, six, seven guys working out together. That's against the NBA rules. Uh, you may think it's safe. You may think there aren't any issues with the virus, blah, 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 blah. But it's not about that. It's about NBA rules. You are not allowed to be working out at team facilities or private facilities as a big group. So if we find out LeBron James is cheating, how interesting would that be? And the house that they're referring to is owned by Steven Jackson, a, a sneaker mogul. He's the chairman of the sneaker LA Gear. So what, Scott? Why bring that up? Well, think about that for a second. LA Gear. Hmm. Who's one of LA Gear's competitors in the sneaker market? Hmm. Nike. So, well, LeBron gets paid $32 million a year by Nike to be the spokesperson or one of the spokespersons, people, of Nike. How interesting would that be? The next time LeBron collects his seven-figure paycheck from Nike to have them ask him about, what are you doing in L.A. gear country? Interesting. Very interesting. But that's all LeBron. I want to find out, does NBA have the balls to call out LeBron if he's cheating? That, I doubt. Big was a bad beast on a Monday morning edition of the SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Again, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It's at Office of Picks. You want to email me, go to the website, hit the contact, Scott, I got it, fire away. Back up and running on YouTube as far as the uh, live stream is concerned. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I must say, even though it's not technically July, but, you know, once it hits, you know, this late June, kids are getting out of school and stuff. Although my work schedule is basically the same. I wouldn't even say basically it is the same. Uh, and maybe it is for you too. It, it doesn't, like, Mondays don't seem to be like Mondays. There's a, a little, I don't know, it's not that big a deal. It's, it's um, you know, I, I, like, the schedule is the same. I do a podcast, I do this show, but there's just something nice about it just being warm outside. And know when I'm done here, if I'm going to go have some coffee, go sit outside, it's not winter, it's not freezing, I don't got to get firewood into the house, you know, all the things that you need to do in the wintertime, get the kids up for school, you want all that nonsense. It, it's just, there's a peaceful, easy feeling song is said, sung uh, in the summertime when it's just do your work, you kick back, again, you know, put some eggs on the grill, maybe some uh, bacon, a little Taylor ham, which is big in our household. And uh, it's just a different feeling. So you get through work and you, you're able to enjoy life a little bit more in the summertime. That's for sure. Father's Day yesterday, kind of weird. My first uh, Father's Day without my dad. So hopefully things went uh, well for you. Um, 
It was a beautiful day, a little barbecue. We we kept it dead. By the way, a uh, week has gone by. The garbage men came already today, so no issues with the uh, clams that were left over that reeked that we talked about last week. So I got the, you know, and I purposely did not buy any fish this week. I wasn't going to go through that nightmare again. No, I, I escaped being fined by my local community, so I was not going to press the envelope another week. So you know what? Clear and free. Chalk one up for yours truly, Mr. Vegas. And speaking of Mr. Vegas, that is me. I gave you a winner on Friday. Hopefully you cashed in. We'll talk about it next on Vegas with that. But I'm on the board. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.